Hi, and welcome to The Stunt Show here on the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Leo Razamik. I will be your host for today as it is my turn in our rotation. Um, and today we are talking about something that I do not know much about because I am still very young, but we are talking about career changes and people who have changed their jobs since going back to school uh, the first time, go to school a second time, and some people have even gone back to school a third time. So we have a wide variety of people. We have five guests who I will introduce later or they will introduce themselves, and I hope that I will learn a lot. And anybody who is thinking about changing careers out there, make sure to tell them to tune in because it will be Definitely be a very informative show. Um, I'm looking forward. I've been looking forward for a while now in all the planning. So I hope you can enjoy it. And we will be back with our guests right after this. Welcome back to the Stun Show here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Leo Razamik, and today we are talking to 
a couple people who have changed careers at some point in their life. So rather than me introduce them, I'm going to have each one will go around and you will, I guess, say your name and a little bit about your road to where we're going. So why don't we start over here? Hi, Shia Dubin. Hello. And I started off as a communications major and I worked in um, radio and television. Later on, I became a, uh, I got a degree in education. I was a special education teacher. And finally, I'm currently, I don't know if this is the end of the road, but right now I'm an occupational therapist and loving it. All right. Next up. Uh, Ellie Katz. I started off at real estate and restaurants uh, back in 1996. And in about 2008, I uh, changed and became uh, business development for a publicly traded company, IDT, in Newark. Some listeners might remember Ellie Katz from our former interview on his crazy road and all his jobs. But he's back to talk about career changes. And why don't we go over to you? Hi, I'm Mindy Yeager. Uh, I started out life as a computer technician, uh, ran my own business for 12 years, uh, selling software and hardware and training. And, um, you know, then took some time off to uh, raise a family. And when the time came where I needed to get back into the workforce, it's a little late for computers because I was a couple <laughs> generations behind. Uh, and I actually went back to school and uh, got a paralegal degree. And now I'm working as a legal research analyst for a software publishing company. So I'm kind of mixing both of my careers. And I also have this little side side route that I've taken, which is uh, in stand-up comedy. And I've heard you're pretty good. That's what they tell me. <laughs> and last for now. Hi, my name is Bela Goldstein. Um, I started off teaching uh, preschool, high school in the Jewish school systems when my children were small. Um, then I went to school and became a New York State licensed esthetician so I could work from home doing uh, skincare, weddings, makeup, a hairstylist. I became a, a hair professional. Um, and then I kind of, working with people, I kind of felt this intuitive healing kind of being you know, kind of what was going on between me and the, and the, and the, uh, client. And so I then went to school and learned how to do reflexology, which is acupressure on different parts of the body, mostly the feet, uh, parallel to meridians, um, in the body for healing. Um, I always wanted to go to school since I had never really graduated high school. I got married really young. So at that point, um, I dabbled in real estate, um, and then I went to nursing school and just graduated with my bachelor's in nursing on March 1st. That. Yes, you're in nursing school right now, too. Um, so right now, I'm a registered nurse. Okay, so we cover a bunch of fields. We had a few overlaps. And even though some of you uh, alluded to it, I'm going to ask the load of question of what made you change your mind? Because I am a 20-year-old nursing student, and I just think I want to do nursing for the rest of my life. And why would you ever want to change your mind? So who wants to go first? Anyone? Or I'll call on you guys. Uh, I've always worked for myself. This is Ellie Katz. And uh, I've always worked for myself. Uh, and uh, when I made the change in 2008, um, I, I think I just wanted uh, a lot of things going on in my life. Stuff with, with uh, I mean, that was when the world fell apart. And uh, I said, you know what, I want to change and see how it is to work for somebody else and uh, try to help them with their headaches. Did you like it? I love it. If I would have known how much fun it is, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that I'm working with just wonderful people at IDT. But if I would have known how wonderful it was, I would have gotten a job 20 years ago. That's actually a question later on if you have any regrets, but we'll talk about that later. No, I don't have any regrets, but uh, but I certainly love what I do. I would just say that Lori, you're um you're I can tell you're fortunate because you picked a field and you're excited about it and something that you think you're gonna be in uh for the rest of of, of your life. I, I kind of sympathize with a lot of twenty to twenty two year olds, actually anyone who's you know, what you know, how many times have been asked the question, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And inside maybe they don't know that it's a time of a I think for me anyway, it's a time of a lot of angst. And when I talk to young people today, for some lot some of them it could be uh the same thing. Um, but I'm happy where, where I land up was a long, twisty road. Uh, but I had some good advice along the way and I helped. All right. That's good. We just had another member join us. So if you want to move a little closer to the microphone, mm -hmm. um, we'll catch you up what we did so far as we introduced ourselves. We talked about our road, where we started, where we are now, the whole journey of changing 
careers and all that. And the question we're on now is what made you change your mind? Well, I was very young when I started college. Well, who are you? What's your name? Okay. My name is Livia Weisinger. And I started college when I was 16. And I was very into art and fashion. And I thought that's what I wanted to do with my life. So that's what I majored in in Stern. And I graduated when I was 20 and got married. And real life happened. And art and fashion was not what it's cut out to be. And then um, I had twins. And I reevaluated my life and realized that I wanted to do something more meaningful than just sell people things they don't really need and just make pretty things. And I wanted to be in a service profession. And that I was, I realized also I was more mature that I was smart enough to do the science courses that I didn't think I could do when I was younger. So I decided to become a nurse. Very cool. So we have two nurses now because I don't count yet. So we have two nurses. Two people who did real estate. I'm trying to figure out what we have in common so far. Entertainment. They're, they're both in entertainment. Right. There's that. Cool. Two people that were in education. There we go. Nothing for you yet. Oh, yeah, real estate. Real estate. You had real estate. Okay. So we're all connected, and we didn't even know that until just now. Amazing. Um, so what about you guys? What made you change your mind? I mean, you kind of alluded to it before, but. Well, I mean, for, for me, it was, uh, it was really more about life happening, you know, uh, making the decision, uh, to switch into a homemaker, uh, space was really about moving from South Jersey to Muncie. Um, and my business was in South Jersey and it was not reasonable for me to stay in that business. But, um, you know, so, so I, I made the choice to stay at home for a few years and then it was basically the industry had me out. So, you know, I, I, I had to choose something. And the truth of the matter is my, my career, the job that I do is actually not what excites me about my life right now. It's the, it's the, and, and it's interesting because Livia mentioned that she wanted to do something outside of art, you know, and, and right now for me, it's the comedy that's actually has me getting up in the morning excited. Where did you okay, do the comedy? Uh, in, in the city in clubs around the city. Are, Next you, show are you is, looking for another career no, change? <laughs> March, March 30th at the stand in New York City, actually, there's a, a show I'm in. So <laughs> come on down. You want to share what made you change your mind? Yeah. Um, I wanted to first address what Mark, is it Mark? Shia. Shia what Shia said about okay, there are a lot being of a nurse. There. That's okay. Um, nursing itself is such a broad profession. I mean, Shia alluded, you know, said that you're... Right. I mean, in school, they tell us how many different things we can do with just one degree. Right. Now, I'm not 20 anymore, but I know that now that I'm looking at my master's, it's do I want to go into education and teach colleges um, or do other education? Uh, do you want to become, you know, do you want to do administration? Do you want to do informatics? So there's so much nursing that you might change one day and do something else, but nursing itself is huge. Right. Um, but in, in terms of what got me to change my careers, first of all, being a single mom, um, you know, doing hair and makeup and, you know, having a business in my home was great. I then moved from Rockland County to Long Island. So I was so trying moving to moving seems to be a common theme too here. Yeah. 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 And, and it was time. And so I was, you know, for, for a little while, I kept my business in, in Muncie and I was trying to build up my business in Long Island, uh, a lot of upper class spas. And I realized that even though I don't believe in competition, it was hard to build up my own clientele. I did the real estate. Um, but I really am a people person and really wanted to understand the medical language. I hated going to a doctor's office and having them talk lingo that it's my body. Talk to me. I want to know what this is all about. So kind of, you know, understanding from starting with reflexology and looking at the physiological makeup of our bodies, how we function, you know, on an internal and external, because I believe and I know that we manifest physically what we're going through emotionally, mentally and psychologically. So um, that's what kind of took me into the nursing field. Uh, if I'd have thought about it earlier, I might have gone, you know, might have gone to become a doctor. But there's so much in nursing that right now still can. NPs, that's true. But right now, nurse practitioner, PhD, that's all on the radar. Right. But the other thing is, there was a, there was a there was a financial aspect here because you know having a career and uh, doing my own gig, and I've also done a one woman show, um, doing your own thing on the side. I've been a birth doula for you know for a number of years now. But it's different having a career that you're out there and you get a degree and you're in the workforce as well. And monetarily, even though my children are grown now, that still was a big deciding factor for me to go back to school. Right. So that's actually, unless anyone else has something to say on that topic, where I wanted to go next was 
when you decided to change careers, did that involve going back to school? Were you scared to go back to school? Mm -hmm. Did you find it easy? Because I know people who are, you know, you didn't have to go to graduate school 20 years ago. You just, you know, it's not like it is today where if you don't go to graduate school, the jobs are much more limited. So even to just go back to graduate school to get a higher degree, I know some people had some people here had to change their degrees because time changes. So what was going back to school's involvement in your career change? Can I can I jump in on that real yes. quick? Because for me, it wasn't going back to school. It was going, it was to, going school. to school. And did that freak you I, out? I, I had I had gone to a technical school, like one of these, you know, girls classes, boys classes, you know, separate, everything's kosher. Right. Uh just to learn about programming and computers. It wasn't a degree. It was a, a certificate that I completed the coursework. And so um, how did you It, it was It that? was extremely scary. And, um, you know, just, just even going on to the college campus the first day, trying to figure out where's registrar. You know, I mean, that it, it was all very new. And I imagine, you know, if I had done it when I was 18 years old, my mom would have, might have been with me. But it was it was just me. And I actually called a friend because I had a panic attack in the in, in, in the in the parking lot, I said, you need to come and help me do this because I, I don't know what I'm doing. So it was scary, but it was also invigorating. It was like, yeah, I can do this. I'm, I'm 35 years old and I'm going to start school. And everybody else in my class was 17, 18, 19 years old. And, you know, they learned that I was the cool mom. And it was I mean, good. I always I say that to my friends in, in my nursing classes. There are people in my class with kids older than me. And I ask them how, you know, I'm in your class. That's so interesting to me to find people who are going back to school Right. And their kids are also in school at the same time. Right. Especially, you know, having having a high school education and not a great high school education <laughs> at that. But oh. 4.0, I think I speak for Bela on that as well. <laughs> um, I'd love to jump on, piggyback on top of Mindy with that. Um, so I had never actually graduated high school, so I didn't have the high school diploma because I was sent to a finishing school in England when I was 16 and then finished off with an arranged marriage when I was 18. Um, going to school for the first time for me, uh, was scary. Um, we knew each other, um, Mindy and I kind of from, from Muncie here before I moved to Long Island, but at 35 divorce, 38, um, going back to school. Now I had grown children and some of them were either finished or doing their masters. I had no idea how they had gone through it. And I wasn't that mom that was there to help them go through it, you know, with the procedures and administration and everything, because I knew diddly squats. I didn't know anything. Right. So going to campus, going and sitting down, having knots in my stomach um, was really, really challenging for me. And um, I didn't have the self-confidence. I didn't even know that I was, you know, a 4.0 student and it doesn't have to be a 4.0, you know, but, um, but I didn't know that I had the confidence and, and, you know, now it's like I do research and I'm kind of thirsty and hungry for so much more of that education that you get, you know, you get a taste of it. Spoke to my professor yesterday. I'm like, I'm like, I, I want to go for my master's. What should I go for? And she's like, um, there's so many options, but like, I'm, I'm out of it for two weeks and I'm like, I miss it, you know? So, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to say that the self-confidence, just making those calls. So the fear went away once you really started doing. Yeah. Um, you take the first action step and that's a big one. Just take an action step, make a phone call, go down, meet with someone. There are people out there. And that's really the answer for me is ask questions. And as a life coach, which is something I didn't, you know, I forget because that's so part of parcel of who I am. I coach myself all day long. Um, just ask questions. And that's the scary bit. You know, I still get those knots in my stomach in August every time I drive by CVS and I see the back to school sales specials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is it really going to happen? Well, did you have to go back to school to do what you You know, it's interesting. Many people didn't know that I was uh, doing everything that I was doing, the restaurants, the politics, the real estate, and uh, I was just a couple of classes shy of graduating from college. So, so you uh, never graduated I from never college. I never graduated from college until I was until about uh, four years ago, five years. Oh ago. wow! Uh, yeah, thank you very much. A friend of mine. Yeah. I, I was just like a couple of credits. <laughs> short. Kavod. Yeah, thank you. And, and uh, I really didn't need it, obviously, the certificate, um, because no one. You were ever, doing just fine without you know, it. Thank goodness, I was doing okay. And uh, a friend of mine encouraged me to do it, and uh, I said, you know what. It's a loose end that I should tie up, and I did. So did you take classes I did. that I, had to I do with then classes. what you were doing at the time? No, not at all. I just had to take Random classes, classes. To, to finish the degree. Yeah, I'm sensing here a, a theme of um, 
you know, coming around again, changing jobs, uh, a sense of maturity, discipline, and maybe some terror that drives you along with uh, the desire. Um, I, when I made the decision I want to be an OT, I looked into the schools, very competitive. You needed the 4.0. I never considered myself a student. When I was an undergrad, I took no science courses uh, in my undergrad. And then I see I need two anatomies, two, two physiologies, two sciences, two chemistries. And I also had to survive. I was on my own. And so I went, started going back to community colleges to take my prereqs. So I was working eight, three to five, managing a factory. And then I was going to school six to 10, four nights a week. But I was getting the 4.0s. I was, I was getting those grades because I was, I was determined. And I'd never thought of myself as being a student. And, but I had a goal and I had a focus and I had no choice. I had, if I wanted to get into the school I wanted to get into, right. this is what I had to do. And I did it. Was it scary? Because uh, that's what I'm hearing. Well, you, you know, part of it was that, you know, because I had done poorly as an undergrad, the first two times I applied to NYU, they had turned me down. So sort of as a safety, uh, I took, I was, well, my, my job became too much for me. I came, became a co-teacher in a school. And after doing that for two, the two years, uh, I kept trying to apply to NYU. I thought, I'll get my master's in education. Um, there was a, a program in construction of the Delphi. They had a satellite in Manhattan. I would go a weekend. So it was a full Sunday course. I did that for 18 months. And I ended up with an entry-level master's in education. Just as I was graduating from uh, Adelphi, NYU finally uh, accepted me. And But I was able to go back to NYU and say, look, I have two years working with special needs population as assistant teacher uh, in a special needs school. And I had I graduated with a 3.75 GPA on a master's level. And they did not say no at that point. But it was a long road because I started when I was 32, and I did not get my OT degree until I was 41. Well, it sounds like you were in school for a while, so I don't know how I would have done that. You know, I think there's like three types of people in the workforce. I think there's the people that just want a paycheck, and they don't care. Because I get phone calls all the time. Oh, do you have a job for me? I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? Because I don't care as long as it pays. I'm like, okay. Uh, the people that really love what they do and, and want to continue doing it. And then the people that really want to make a difference. You know, there's people that go into healthcare and the people that go into, uh, education because they really just want to make a difference and make an impact. And, uh, and maybe that's, they also love what they do. You know, it's the same thing. Um, is there a fourth type of person that you could think of? Maybe I don't someone know. who's forced to work with their family. <laughs> <laughs> or, or works because they want to, they don't need to. Right. Yeah, I've heard of those. Oh, what a life. Um, I actually went back to school twice. Oh, wow. Um, I I had gotten my degree at CERN, had the twins, and then decided to become a nurse. That was very scary. I remember taking the entrance exam, and I hadn't done math and science in years, and I got myself a tutor. And I went into the exam, and I'm like, just, God, please, whatever. If this is meant to be, I will do well. If not, I get it. I'm just going to go back to my life and figure something else out. You know, a lot of people say that about nursing. I'm learning in school. Everyone's like, well, if I don't do well on the entrance exam, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. So I walked out of that exam thinking that was totally not me. Whatever happened, it's all in God's hands because I think I completely failed. And I, I don't think this is going to work out. I ended up in the 99th percentile oh, wow. on that exam. I guess so it was like, okay, I guess I should become a nurse. So I went to nursing school with my two-year-old twins, and I got pregnant during nursing school and had a baby and graduated as valedictorian. So I was like, okay, wow. so this was definitely the right choice. I meant to be a nurse. <laughs> and because I had already had a bachelor's from Stern, I went for an associate's in nursing. And at the time, that was sufficient. And I thought that if anybody ever asked why I don't have a bachelor's in nursing, I could always say, well, I already have a bachelor's in another field, and I have the associates in nursing. Well, that was an albatross around my back for almost 20 years, and it really um, held me back in some positions over the years that I was uh, locked out of because I didn't have the BSN. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have a bachelor's in another field. Yes, you're certified in three different types of nursing. Yes, you have 15 years of experience. Yes, you have managerial experience, but you don't have a BSN. So finally, I bit the bullet a few years ago, and I went back to school again, and that was really scary. I think it was scarier than the first time. First of all, getting all those transcripts from a million years ago, finding a school that would work into my life. I actually started a different school 
online a few years back and fizzled after a couple of courses because it was a fortune of money and it was very tedious. So this time I was a little gun shy. It was about two years ago. And I found a program, and we're talking here about adults changing careers. I found an online program specifically geared towards adults changing careers. Well, what's it called? Western Governors University. It's so all those listeners who are thinking yes. about changing careers now because of this. It's great. It really, it works um, for um, moms. It works for people who are working full time. You do everything at your own pace. The price is phenomenal. It's as many credits as you can pack in in a six-month period as a mm-hmm. flat fee. It's not per credit. Um, it's competency-based learning. So if you can prove that you know the work, you don't have to take the whole course. You can do everything in a week and submit it and be done as That's long amazing. as you write the papers. Yeah. So it's not like a six-week course that you have to check in twice a week and you don't have classmates that you have to work on projects with and there's no time limits on essays and stuff like that, it's, that's it. Here are your assignments. Here's the material you have to cover. Take the assessments, which are usually papers. Once in a while, there's a test, which you take uh, via a video, a webcam and, or in the library. And, um, it was so doable for, I have five jobs. I'm a nurse. I'm a life specialist. I have a cake business. I'm a freelance writer. I'm a lactation consultant. Uh, cake decorating. I decorate cakes. I teach cake decorating. Oh, right. That's where I see. I didn't give up art. So that was the thing. Nursing is an art. First of all, it's a very creative. Where do you do this art. out of your home? Um, I do it sometimes in a bakery and sometimes in my home, depending on the situation. So you um, can do wedding cakes. Yeah, yeah. I've done wedding cakes. I've done bar, but mitzvah. What? I used to own four bakers. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. Let's add that to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So I think we're all like, we, we're the kind of people who like, even when you give up that other one, you still retain parts of it in your new career and you totally. bring that into what you're doing currently. So I have a lot of art in my nursing and I have a, a lot of nursing and the other things that I do. So I had all these things going on and then I found this amazing online program, which worked so well for an adult. They're meant for adult learners. They're meant for second careers. That's not just nursing. They have education, they have computers, they have all kinds of courses, but it's geared to those people who have a life going on and they're switching gears and need flexibility. So that made it worth it. I did it in uh, two some, actually a semester and a half. I got my BSN because um, they, they actually give you credit on your money. If you do it in less time, they'll, they'll charge you only half a semester. So, yeah, it was really good. So I got my BSN and now I have that piece of paper. And now when I apply for certain positions, I can say with confidence, yes, I have two bachelors now (laughs) and an associate (laughs) and three certifications. And um, I have a lot more confidence, even though I probably didn't learn much on that second degree. It was mostly stuff I knew. Previous lifetime has helped some of my current. So that's what I wanted to ask next. Are you happy that you took that road or do you kind of wish that someone would have come to you 20 plus years ago and said, well, this uh, is what you're going to do. Would you like to just do it now? I went from being a small business owner, owning my own businesses to going and working for a public company. But I treated the public company like it was my small business. I didn't waste paper. I was very conscious of, of, of employee time. And and I was able to start up businesses because I had that background knowledge for this company. So I thought that it gave me some very good strengths to be successful in the field that I'm in right now. Yeah, I, I can actually agree with that very much. Um, working for myself for 12 years, running my own business, when I finally did work for another company, um, it, it, it became very easy for me to treat the time that I was giving to this company as if it was me working for myself. And I think that I, I show up at my job with ownership of my work product. Because so, you had that experience before. Be, because I know what it's like to have only myself to rely on and only myself to be responsible for and accountable to. So I, I feel like it makes me a better employee, a more present employee now. Anyone else? Um, I was going to say that, uh, I, one of the ways I came about to choosing my profession was I had attended a lecture when I was in yeshiva in Israel just on this topic. It was how to, how to pick a profession. And the best advice I heard was, uh, trying to turn your hobby into a career doesn't always work out. And what most people are missing is information. 
So it was suggested, make a list of maybe 10 possible careers you might want to go into, find people who are doing those jobs, and see if you can go and sit in for a day. And don't ask salary questions, more ask lifestyle questions. You know, how much time is it going to take out of your day? How many hours do you really work a week? Is there going to be time for family? Is there going to be time for, for, for learning, personal things? What's the stress factor? All these other things. So I did come back. Uh, when I came back from Israel, I did make a list. And I started calling around. I started going out. And when I went out with the um, to observe the occupational therapist for the day, one of the things that was very attractive to me was the fact that I could use every skill I had from every other previous job and every other previous um Hobby, because when we talk about occupational therapy, it's human occupations. What do people need to do? What's meaningful, meaningful for them to do? Um, so having a broad background that I had, uh, you know, watching the OT at work and seeing the impact they were having on the people they were working on, it just clicked. I mean, I had no doubts after that, which kind of made it easy to do all the work that I had to do to get there because I was absolutely certain this is what I wanted to do. So it, it did all help. That's what I'm yes, gathering. Definitely. So no regrets. None. I think we all have to go through the journeys to get to the success because it, I, that might have ended up not the right career if, if I had picked it so young. And nice. then I would come around and, you know, who knows, I could be in art and fashion now instead of nursing. Like it, it's a maturity. It's an experience. Every piece of the journey contributes to the end product. I, I would love for you to do a show with people who are in the same job for 20 plus years and ask them how excited they are about All the right, work. All right, next show. <laughs> no, because you're out there because and changing you're still it excited up, about your job. Please yeah, tell no. me. <laughs> changing it up, it, it keeps everything interesting. You know, you're learning new things. Here. Yeah. So in my search for people who have changed careers, now it turns out like three of you live within a 20 block radius of my house. So I didn't have to search that far, but in my search, so, you know, one person is a doctor, but she was a different doctor before. And one per, you know, like people change, but still within their career. Which is great about subject. nursing, which you were saying right. before about nursing, especially for you, Leora, cause you're in that. We don't want to discourage you and say, Oh, you're too young to make your decision. You're going to go through this journey. Right. I know someone who was a nurse in a hospital and now she does case studies as a, as a nurse. So there's a lot within that. Certain professions have that wiggle room and certain things are very focused on that one thing. So, it's, so I was going to have someone who changed, uh, doctor areas, medical areas that they were in, but the, I find this much more fascinating because they're still a doctor. So, and then there's also the serial students. There's some people that I know that just keep going back to school. For That's what? A, you like, know what? I have a friend, and unfortunately, she's got terminal cancer, and she just decided to go back to school. And I was like, why? You know, go enjoy the world. Go travel. And, you know, but but she just loves it. Just getting, I guess, learning and, and knowledge. And, exactly. Absorbing all this information and knowledge. I, mean, I didn't love school. I hated school, but school hated me, too. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I, I can say that, uh, I did not love high school. I was in a very oppressive. I didn't love high school either. Oppressive I high school in, in Brooklyn, but, um, I loved every single minute of college and I dream about going back because right now I have an associate's degree and it's enough for me right now. Um, I don't even know that I would need additional for any career that I want. No I just, one knows that way. I just love it. the classroom experience. I love learning something new. I love being in that environment. And even if everybody else around me is 18 and it's just me and the professor talking <laughs> to each other. So one of the things I love about my profession is that, uh, it is so broad. So without having to change degrees, I just might need a, to take courses for various certifications, but occupational therapy works from the cradle to the grave. They're there in the NICU, they're in hospice care and everything in between. So for instance, I'm just a few courses away from having a certification in aquatic therapy, I also very big into hypotherapy, therapy with horses. Um, that's with, my gig. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we have to talk. <laughs> that's right? my gig. Start picture you somewhere with a horse. Yeah, that's me. Um, but it's if I ever find myself getting particularly, you know, ordinary or not being able to make the kind of impact I want to, I don't have to be looking for another another career. Mm. I just need to study up a little bit, grab some certifications, talk to some people who are doing it, get some experience, and I can always be doing something that I love. I wanted to say, going back to what you said earlier about, you know, changing, 
um, working with people one on one, doing, you know, skincare, facials, life coaching, I'm still in the, 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 the people profession. It's just taking it to the next level. You know, it's, it's taking what we have and who we are and realizing I want to be out there a little bit more. I don't want people just to come in and say, Oh my God, this was a great hour. What did you do? Like, I just feel different because I did my little voodoo and, you know, my gift of lightness and you get up and you're floaty. That's great. But how do we, how do we take this out there as a profession? And I, you know, and it's like, I used to dream of opening up a spa and I, and I did take my experience of owning my own business, which I still own in the skincare industry out when I did run a spa in the city and I treated like my own and did inventory and everything that was really powerful you know jumping on what mindy said when you work for yourself you're really accountable and the way everybody else showed up in the spa like oh my god i lasted a year that was like an in-between year and then i went back to school for my second associates of nursing and then i went back to uh, chamberlain college for my bachelor's online which was a total different experience but um it's it's really the exploration of who we are. Like I don't I, I don't at one point I went to Empire College right after I got divorced. My kids were young and I said I can't do this right now. You know, so I kept on doing my skincare. And then life changes. You know, I moved. I didn't have the same clientele. It's like life forces us because we attract that change and we set up the circumstances so our soul kind of calls forth our journey. We create it. So that's why to me, like being a nurse today, I've done home care. Um, I've been doing birth dueling, um, you know, birth coaching for a while now. And now I have my bachelor's. I'm looking to get into a hospital and because yes, they do, um, want the bachelor's of BSN. But I wanted to say the other thing about doing what we love. I only found out, you know, six months ago that my great, great, great grandfather owned a, a horse farm and I, I just never knew I love horses. So I volunteer with autistic children and horses. And let me tell you, I went through a six-month time span where I called all the stables I could find and all the farms. Do you need a nurse? Uh, no, we use occupational therapy, physical therapy. I'm like a nurse with horses. So when I move out west and, you know, I have my own little nursing farm, horse Another riding, spa change. going on, it will be a whole other spectrum. But, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? You all seem very happy. And what I'm finding interesting was and probably if i thought about it i could have guessed you all no one dropped what they did before so it wasn't like oh goodbye you know fashion i'm only going to do nursing like you still what you thought you liked however many years ago you went to school you still do like and you're trying to incorporate into what you're doing now um and so i mean if anybody else has anything to say you can go and say that now and then we'll do our like closing. Well, I, w I would just say it's like, it's like uh, renovating or adding onto your home. You're not, you're not getting rid of your home. You still, right. you still have your home. You just, you're adding pieces to it or you're making it work better for you. That's as, a good way as, to put as it. As your family, as your life grows. Um, I had one from the Parsha, but we'll, you know, <laughs> you could do that too. Come on. We, we can oh, get whatever on, we want. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, do okay. It. So I'm just going to jump in. Uh -huh. So, you know, there, there were two sets of Lujos, right? Right. So the first set got broken and then we had to get, we had to get forgiven and then we got a second set, but we put both the broken pieces and the whole pieces in the own together. So we carry our broken parts and, and the parts that don't work for us anymore along with our whole parts. And that's, that's kind of like, uh, a career that no longer served us, and now we're we we have all those skills, we have all those memories, all those experiences, and we're also adding something new to to. to I like the house home. one better. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, but the, the point for kid is nothing. You know, there there is no time wasted. Uh, it's you carry it all with you. You never know an experience that you had in the past is going to come out and be useful for you. Um, it could be next week, it could be next month, it could be years from now. But it, it's it's all useful. It's like another lifetime sometimes. You know, look back at pictures. And I remember different things. You know, being a mom, having kids, and being grown up, you know. And the children are grown up is what I meant to say. I don't know if I'm grown up yet. But also, our journeys are really like, you know, doing this talk show. You know, all you listeners out there. All different ages of relating to what it's like to take the journey. You know, it's we, we, we're on a journey and we come to crossroads and we take a path and then we sometimes, you know, we never go backwards, really. We just keep on going and it's just sharing our experiences and moving forward. One of the people who was actually going to come and they couldn't make it in the end is someone who's a few years older than me. And in the middle of their college experience, they decided they wanted to do something else. They were in like accounting or something and they 
decided they wanted to do psychology. And instead of what one of my other friends did was finish an accounting and then go to graduate school for psychology, they changed their major after three years of college, which now they're in like their fifth year of college because they decided to just change when they yeah, were my, there. My daughter's in her never ending undergraduate degree. Did she also she, change her She did her the major? exact same thing. She had uh, two and a half years in, uh, in uh, I think, econ and business administration. And now she's completely switched that up to uh, to political science in Israel. So she's she's in her I think in her fifth sixth year in undergrad. And See now another whole year. My family we call that the Shemitah program. Oh my God! <laughs> You're in college for seven years. My sister did that. Just give me a graduation, God. Just give me one. That's all I ask. <laughs> well, it's interesting that versus going back to school after you know you worked in a career. Well, it's a lot easier when you're single and you. Uh, you have your mommy. <laughs> so. I'll take that into into consideration. <laughs> um, okay, so is there some sort of advice or something that you can pass along to the listeners out there? You know, we have about ten minutes left to fill. So, is there something that you know you, Olivia, uh, you mentioned the college you went to was great for someone who has a life on the side? And Shia, you mentioned that. You know, you can do anything in certain careers with all the experience that you had. So is there anything that we could go back to or give over to the listeners in sort of wrapping up, even though there's 10 minutes, though, I'm sure we'll all keep talking. Yeah, I, I, I actually have one. If you if you are either um, just finishing high school or looking to go back to school, um, there are some really, really quality community colleges where you can take the opportunity without a lot of pressure and it's very easy to get admitted. Uh, you can find what you love in a community college. And if you go for two years and you excel in the community college, your options for transferring out for your second two years, exponentially higher level schools. So you can prove yourself in a, in a more cozy, even inexpensive environment. And really figure out which classes you love. And you have like a little room. You can take electives. And That's good because I remember you mentioned earlier that you were scared, but once you started, I you were much it. happier. So that could be good for someone who's scared to actually go back to school and is overwhelmed by the college experience. But starting out in a smaller environment could help them gain the confidence. Right. And, and you're also, you also have a chance to shine where you're not, you're not going to be running into a lot of road scholars. You know, I mean, so, some of them will be there for that purpose to be able to, you know, shine for two years and then, you know, ju jump off that to to a, even an Ivy League school. But um, you you have a chance to really find yourself in a community college, and it doesn't have to cost a, a you know life's a life's uh, savings to get there. I really like that advice. In fact, when I had met initially with uh, with some of the colleges, they were saying. Don't come to us. We're not hundred dollars a credit. Take your prereqs at a community college, mm -hmm. um, especially if, if financial issues are, are pressure for you. And perfectly good. I've gone to some very very good community uh, schools, mm -hmm. uh, very good science courses, very good very good teachers. It was a very good experience. Um, so I would not be afraid of you know the sound of community college. It's an education. It's right. good. Right. I want to say that I went to. Um NASA, uh, NASA Community College um, in Long Island for my associates in liberal arts because I didn't know that I wanted to do nursing. And then when I started taking my sciences, I found out that they have an incredible nursing program for an associates. And first I would say, oh, my God, a community a community college for a nursing degree. But it was a accelerated program in two years. It was much cheaper. And that just really, you know, proves your point, Mindy. Yep. And I did shine. <laughs> <laughs> um I also found what Shai, you said before that to write down the things you like to do and then so then form a career with that was also really interesting. To, to put together a path, but, you know, it's got to be hard. You know, a young person has been dedicated to school up until, you know, age, you know, 17, 18. All of a sudden it's like, okay, you got to go out to college now. What do you want to do? Where's the experience? Well, know? that's what I'm talking to my friend. I mean, I decided what I wanted to do pretty early. Mm -hmm. Um, I, dropped out of high school at the end of 11th grade and went to college. And then in seminary, my friends are all like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how you knew so early. I don't know, you know, like they're trying to register for their courses. And so I sat them down and I said, well, do you want to go into anything that has to do with science? And, you know, some of them said, no, I said, so then why are you on the bio page? You don't even want to go into something to do with science. Like you have to realize what you want to do and 
that will then help you. And that's why I have an opposite uh, feeling. I feel don't let school get in the way of your education. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no greater education out there than life experience, true. in my opinion. And, and you hear it. Says the guy school. who just finished college. That's true. <laughs> but, but, um, and I, and I admitted that, that college and, and all, all of my school was, while I value educate, you know, uh, structured education, I think it's very important. Um, I think that, uh, for me and my personality, the best experience I got was out there in the field. And even when we talk about medical stuff, I mean, I'm also a life member of the Teaneck Volunteer Ambulance Corps. I've been uh, EMT for 20 years. I've had several life saves um, with CPR under my belt. And in class, they teach you one way of doing CPR. And in the field, it's completely different. And they don't teach that stuff in the book. They don't teach you about, uh, you know, all the what-ifs that happen. Because there's the textbook and then there's the reality in life. And I'm not just talking about the medical, but the that's just in everything, in marketing and, and, and cake decorating and, and, and all the other um, experiences that you gain by going through the motions as opposed to reading it in a book. Now, there was a great TEDx video I saw on YouTube um, a while ago. It was about a 13-year-old boy who's been homeschooled, and I loved his answer to, what do you want to be when you grow up? Happy. <laughs> all of us who have made changes here, you know, part of that is, you know, I, I, I'm looking up in a group of happy people here. You know, oh, that's the medication. We're sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the alcohol that's being I, passed I, around. I, I <laughs> Don't give anyone I, ideas about I, what happens at these interviews. Well, I thought everyone uh, knew that there was alcohol at these interviews. Beauty of radio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a satisfaction. It's in a water been, bottle, though. It's a yeah. satisfaction <laughs> that's been earned through hard choices. And I think for anyone who's, you know, uncertain, you know, make that list of things that you think you might want to do. Go out and find people who are doing it. Go spend a day with them. Ask all the lifestyle questions. Find something that's going to click with you personally. And, you know, so that when you do grow up, you could say, I'm happy. Um, how about career counseling? Community colleges offer career counseling. See, I didn't know that. It's a good thing you said that. Go to career. I mean, I know first when I wasn't sure and I was all nervous, I called up somebody and it was like, you know, 500 bucks for, you know, an interview and we'll talk and, and this particular test. And then I went while I was in college, I was like, I have no clue what I really want to do when I grow up. Um, so, of course, I went and did the counseling and took all these tests and, you know, came out with whatever the answer, whatever my choices were, but mostly it was the health and wellness field. But if you're not sure what you want to do, make your list, you know, find people and talk to them about what it really is like to be an occupational therapist. What is it really like to be a nurse in whatever, you know, whatever field? And what's it really like to be a politician or, you know, a radio talk show host, you know? Oh, this is really just something on the side. Yeah. I was born into the position. You really can't say no. Yeah. But, but really, there, there's a lot of, there's counseling out there. There are people to ask questions. If you're really not sure, take your notebook, take it with you, sit down. And there's so much information. You don't know what you don't know until you ask questions. And don't and, be afraid to fail. Nothing's set in stone. So you do something for a few years, you don't like it. Look at us. We try something else or maybe we liked it, but it wasn't working for certain reasons. It's okay to either fail or change your mind, have confidence to just put yourself out there, take risks, Absolutely. do yep. whatever yeah. it takes fail, to get fail, out there. Fail, 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 fast. Fail, fail fast. Feel, feel yeah. big and feel fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we all, we all grow from our, from our successes and we grow from our failures. I think even more or even not, not even failures, but challenges. Life, life is going to throw things at you no matter what you do. Even if you love what you do, you might find yourself in a position where you have to do something different. And the good news is you can. Right. Today that there are a lot of options for people. I think everyone in this room can attest to the fact that you can remake yourself in whatever, whatever way you decide. You just have to be committed to it and you just have to start. Just get started. You know, on the, uh, on the test that you mentioned that you could take like a career test, pretty sure those are online. Like you Google career test and it'll tell you based on your personality and your life experience, what is a good thing for you to do to, you know, give you something you love to do. Right. And, and, and the, the value of having a person evaluate your tests is that I took those tests in a class actually in community college and I had equal numbers in two completely different parts of the brain. So, you know, I had, I had law and I had, uh, I had, uh, social work or, or, or nursing. Equal numbers. So I would have looked at that and said, now what do I do? One of those things. Yeah, but ha- how do you choose? So I, I happened to choose the, the legal side 
But now I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe I'm not stuck as, as a paralegal. Right. Maybe maybe I could go back to school oh, <laughs> and, uh, and and figure well, out maybe a social Well, there's two people here thing. who went back to school for nursing, so if you're interested in that, you yeah, know, I'm not, able to put you in contact I, with them. I am not going to be in competition with any of you in nursing. That's <laughs> there is not, no, there is no competition. That's not competition. We need more. We need so more we need mature more. nurses. Yeah. yeah. No, it would, it would be like a, like a, a therapy, uh, psychology. There's that too here. We have some therapy here. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Pretty sure we covered like every single career field here. If I really had a, <laughs> like a DJ had to cake decorating. Yeah. I don't think we have a DJ though. Is anybody a DJ? When I was in college. Oh, <laughs> see, we was, have it all. I was a communication. All right. All right. Fair enough. Anything else anyone wants to share? I, I did graphic design for six months. You know, I, I think the other point is, I mean, when I, when I was, uh, you know, when I was in you know, college, you have this very simple, simple view of the world. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to graduate college, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have my kids, I'm going to get old. So many detours. <laughs> Things don't always work out that way. And you know what? It's okay. Um, well, if anyone wants to get in contact with any of you, rather than, you know, go share all that stuff, if anyone's interested, you can always get in contact with me and I can put you, since I obviously somehow got in contact with everybody here, um, I can put you in the right direction. Um, so I will give you that information a little bit later, but thank you everybody for joining us. I definitely had fun. I hope you guys had fun. Um, and we will be right back right after this. Thank you. Thank you. Kayla hoy do, hoy sado in the niflo voice, hoy rei col hancho, hoy stri boy colama si. Kayla hoy do, hoy sado in the niflo voice, hoy rei col hancho, hoy stri boy colama si. Shirei Zimero, Nelech Yochit Chei, Yavoy Lomim 
Welcome back to the Stun Show. Just one final closing. Um, like I said, if you want to get in touch with anybody who joins us today, you can email me, Leora, L-E-O-R-A, at NahumSiegel.com. Um, you can email me any questions, any comments you have on this show and ideas for the other show. Or if you'd like to get in touch with anyone from this show, please email me. I'm sure that they would love to hear from you, as I would as well. Thank you for listening. Um, I will be back. I don't even know when my next show is, but I hope everybody has a very good Pesach, um, good Yantif, and have a good day.